The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. My wife and I recently took a vacation to Florida, a little reprieve from the cold weather. You may think that we were crazy, but we drove rather than flying. I would like to share about, about the drive, the journey. We enjoyed the journey. We take I-95, which is the shortest route, but also has a high risk of traffic delays. I like managing the departure time to avoid the heavy traffic times. We also stopped to visit Mary's cousin who we don't get to see too often. It was a very nice visit, and it provided a rest stop to energize us for the rest of the journey. We also listened to an audiobook during the drive. Our arrival in Florida was joyous as the daily temperature highs ranged from the low 70s to the mid 80s. A nice break from the cold and ice we left behind. I'm sure you all have some kind of journey uh, that you have experienced. From the gospel we heard today, then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses and they were conversing with Jesus. What was Jesus conversing about with Elijah and Moses? We are told they are talking, but not told about what? The story of the transfiguration is told by all three of the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Both Matthew and Mark say that Jesus and Elijah and Moses were conversing, but it is Luke's version that tells us what they were, what the conversation was about, which says, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. 
Exodus. That's a familiar term. It's one of the uh, Pentateuch books in the Old Testament, telling the story of how God helped Israel escape the slavery in Egypt and then enter the Promised Land. During Lent, the second reading is an excerpt from one of the apostles' letters, but focuses on some aspect of Jesus' passion and death. Or you could say the Paschal mystery. Okay, I have to admit that I have been puzzled as to what is meant by the Paschal mystery. I have heard this all my life. The dictionary defines it as relating to Easter or relating to the Jewish Passover. That doesn't help very much. The word Paschal comes from the Hebrew word meaning Passover. Of course, Passover is the Jewish feast, which is celebrated in remembrance of Israel's exodus, where God freed them from the slavery in Egypt. A Catholic definition of the Paschal mystery is a passage from life and a journey through death to a new and fuller life. This all seems a little confusing, but a, a way to think of the Paschal mystery is that it is a journey. And there are three of these journeys. First, Israel's exodus, when they sacrificed the lamb, splashed blood on the door, mantle, ate the lamb, and escaped Egypt through the parted waters of the Red Sea and into the wilderness, and eventually the promised land, Jerusalem. Exodus, uh, Israel's exodus foreshadows Jesus' journey, his incarnation, passion, death, resurrection, and ascension. Jesus' journey concludes with his arrival in the new Jerusalem, heaven, at the right hand of the Father. Jesus was obedient to the Father's will. This obedience is particularly striking during Jesus' passion and crucifixion. The third journey is, is our journey, which begins with our baptism. Through our baptism, we die with Christ and rise with him to new life. We live loving God and our neighbors. We listen to and learn God's will for us and try to do it. We experience joys, we endure suffering, and we await our entry into the new Jerusalem, into heaven. In the second reading today, St. Paul wrote, Christ Jesus, it is who died, or rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. In this brief sentence, St. Paul describes Jesus' journey. He says, he's saying that Jesus, in our human nature, suffered, died, rose, ascended, and is at the right hand of the Father. The good news is, at Jesus' destination, he has a task. His task is to intercede for us. We heard this at the beginning of Mass during the penitential rite. There are different forms of the penitential rite, and the one we heard today includes, you are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. 
who better to be our intercessor or advocate than Jesus? The Father is the judge, Jesus, our advocate, or you could say our lawyer. And Jesus is the advocate or our lawyer. In accordance with the Father's will, Jesus took on our nature and was sacrificed through his passion and death. Jesus rose from the dead, keeping that same body and still our nature, our human nature, which retained his wounds of crucifixion, but a glorified body. His glorified human body ascended to the right hand of the Father, bringing with him his sacrifice, which continues in eternity as Jesus intercedes for us. In a few moments, we will enter into this continual sacrifice with our celebration of the Eucharist. On Jesus's journey, he was obedient to the Father's will. On our journey, we need to know and be obedient to the Father's will. When we receive Jesus in the Eucharist today, pray to hear and know God's will for us. Ask God what is his will. Hear God's will and and pray for the grace to do God's will. As we continue through this season of Lent, let us hear and do God's will.